Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight will be study number 22 of Revelation chapter 1. And we're presently reading in Revelation 1 verse 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so, amen. And we learned in our last study that Christ's coming in the clouds points to the judgment the Bible will bring upon the earth in the day of judgment, that is, outwardly, There will be nothing visible, but spiritually, the Bible will reveal that Christ is judging the world. The Bible's teaching that God shut the door to heaven and darkened the sun, and that the voice of the bridegroom will no longer be heard, and much more is revealing by that language Christ coming in the clouds as we have this witness of the scriptures. In this study, we'll consider how Christ can be seen in the clouds, as our verse says, and every eye shall see him. And in order to get a good understanding of what God means, we're going to start at the beginning in the sense of salvation. Let's turn to John 3, and we'll read verse 3. John 3 verse 3 Jesus answered and said unto him verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God in order to see the kingdom of God you must be born again now it's certain that by being born again God has in view a spiritual birth. And Nicodemus actually went on to ask that very question, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? And Christ, in part of his response, says in verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And that is the new birth that the Lord Jesus is speaking of, a spiritual birth. And when someone is born of the Spirit, that is, born of God, God is the one who saves. Uh, That that statement is made back in John 1, in verse 13, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, as, as John 3, verse 6 said. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And here in John one thirteen, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Born of God. Born of the Spirit. And if any is born again, born of God, he will see the kingdom of God. Because God will give him eyes to see. He will give him sight in the spiritual realm. And no, we we have to be clear in case any is thinking, oh, then we'll see visions. No, nothing like that. It's not seeing physically anything, and we're not seeing um, 
ghosts or spirits or visions or anything like that. By seeing the kingdom of God, God has something completely different in mind. And the explanation for that, the best explanation, is found in Ephesians chapter 1. In verses 17 and 18, it says there that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Now, the important part of that verse is the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. This is not referring to our physical eyes. Our physical eyes may see very well, or maybe we're, we're not seeing all that well. We need some help with glasses, or we could even be physically blind. But none of that has anything to do with our understanding. Our understanding is what we know, what we have learned. And God, of course, when he says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, he's referring to understanding concerning himself, concerning the Bible, which gives us that understanding of the person of God. That is the understanding that needs to be enlightened because that is the area of man that is in darkness, in which we are completely ignorant of God, in which we are spiritually blind. This is why the Bible uses the figure of a blind man to point to someone in their sins. A person in their sins is blind. He lacks understanding of the truth of the Word of God, the Bible. That is what spiritual blindness has to do with. In John chapter 8, um, beginning in verse 42, I'm going to read a, a passage here that's very interesting and addresses the point that we're looking at. In John 8, verse 42, Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, he would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, he believe me not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do ye not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. The Jews of Christ's day did not understand his speech. They did not believe what he was saying. Even though he was God in the flesh, he was the truth himself personified in bodily form. 
Everything he said was true. But because he said the truth, they did not believe him. Why is that? Because man is dead in sin, dead to a proper understanding of the things of God. And the things of God are true and faithful. They are what the Bible is declaring, the truth of the Scripture. Man, of course, is quite willing and capable of understanding falsehood. Um, he excels in that area and delights in that area. And, and people, they love the Bible statements such as God so loves the world when that verse is turned to indicate, well, God loves everyone. God loves you. Then people respond, but no, no. When the Bible's truth is declared that God loves his people, the ones that he predetermined to save before the foundation of the world, his elect, whose names he wrote down in a figure in the Lamb's book of life. These are the people of God. These are the ones loved of God. And this truth is resisted, rejected, and vilified. And this truth is turned from. Why? Well, because people don't understand it. They don't understand. They don't have an intimate understanding of the truth of God because they have never been born again. They, they have not entered into the kingdom of God spiritually. The spirit of God has not begotten them. And, and therefore they lack understanding. The eyes of their understanding have not been enlightened. And this is a very difficult thing for them to hear as Jesus was speaking to the Jews. And, and when they heard these things, they responded, Say we not well, thou art a Samaritan and has a devil? Their response actually proved Jesus' point that they were not of God but rather, in the spiritual realm, they were of their father, the devil. And that is to say, they were unsaved people. Well, the great need for each one of us is to have our understanding open, our eyes enlightened. It says in Second Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse 13, and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished, but their minds were blinded. This is referring to the Israelites. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Here the Lord is telling us that the Jews, the Israelites that were once his people, they once were the outward representatives of the kingdom of God upon earth, that they have been forsaken by God. We know that when the veil of the temple was written in twain, God divorced national Israel, and they lack understanding concerning 
who exactly the Lord Jesus Christ is. They did not understand he was the Messiah. He was the one uh, that the Jewish nation was looking forward to coming. He was Jehovah, eternal God in the flesh. They lacked insight and they could not comprehend these things. And, and so God says there is a veil over their hearts that their minds were blinded. There is a direct statement, very plain language of the Bible, indicating the problem with mankind when it comes to understanding spiritual things, the truth of the scripture. This was Israel's problem of old. They, they were blind in their mind's eye, in their ability to understand properly righteousness was Christ and who he was and, and so on. And likewise, it was the New Testament churches failing to properly understand the spiritual things of God. Dealing with many doctrines and scriptures over the centuries, God put up with their ignorance for 1955 years, and then he came to visit. And at that time, when judgment began at the house of God on the churches and congregations of the world back in May of 1988, the Lord simultaneously in judging the church opened up the scriptures to give greater understanding, greater knowledge of himself to his people. Remember, isn't that what Daniel chapter 12 uh, states? It says in Daniel 12, verse 4, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. What kind of knowledge will increase? Well, the only knowledge the Bible's concerned with, the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the Word of God. God sealed it up until the time of the end. He sealed up many, many things. The, the information about the church age itself and its end, annihilation. He sealed up exactly how it was that Christ paid for sins and when, before the foundation of the world. He sealed up the day of judgment for the world on May 21, 2011. He hid these things as part of the mystery of the gospel and then opened them up at the time he began judging the churches of the world. And what was the response of the churches to this information coming forth from the Bible. Well, it was um, a complete rejection of these things. Remember what God said a little further in Daniel 12, in verse 9 and 10. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And what does that mean, given what we were just looking at in the previous verses? The eyes of 
your understanding being enlightened. You must be born again to see the kingdom of heaven. Well, it means that God is indicating that when these things come forth, his people only, his elect people who have been granted spiritual life and therefore granted eyes of understanding, spiritual sight into the things of the kingdom of God will understand or see them. But on the other hand, none of the wicked shall understand. They will not see these things. They will not comprehend them. And and again, the reaction of the church to the information that God ended the church age. Oh, no way. No way. They 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 wouldn't put up with that idea even for a little bit. And certainly they did not dig into the Bible as a Berean to check it out to see if it were so. The vast majority of them, of course, some of God's elect were in the churches during the 23 years of the Great Tribulation, and, and they came out before the last day. But the overwhelming vast majority of people in the churches and congregations remain. They did not hearken to the warning of God to flee to the mountains because they didn't see it. They, they heard, many of them, the teachings, and it, it just didn't make any sense to them. They, they couldn't understand it at all. They, they clearly would see a verse that the gates of hell shall not prevail against Christ's church, and that was it. That's all they needed. They didn't bother to investigate that statement in a meaningful, deeper way to find out that the church that the gates of hell cannot prevail against is the eternal church of God's elect. No, they. you see, for the natural-minded man, he does not really understand digging into the deeper spiritual things. That's foolishness to him. No, for the natural-minded man, you look for the plain, literal meaning. You stay on the surface of the Bible. You don't get out your shovel and dig in. And and this was the problem. The, this is the reason why God was judging the church in the first place. Because it became um, filled up with natural-minded men. Tares that overwhelmed the wheat and were in positions of power and authority so that their doctrines and their teachings and their erroneous understandings of the Bible were what was in place in congregation after congregation. This is the reason that God was judging them. And so, of course, when the judgment came, they uh, they stayed true to form and could not understand, just as Jesus said to the Jews, Why is it that you do not understand my speech? Likewise, the New Testament churches and congregations of the world, Israel's sister in a sense, failed to understand the things of God at the time when the Lord was opening them up. But we we uh, do, though, have a great hope that some will understand the things of God. And that hope is not based on a man's um, intellect. It's not based on on how 
intelligent or wise he may be, that he has excellent reasoning abilities. No, our hope that people understand the truth of the word of God is not found in man himself and in man's ability to uh, come to truth, then we would have no hope. But our hope is that the Lord Jesus Christ would open up a person's understanding. For instance, we read in Luke 24, beginning in verse 44, And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then open he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoove Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day. And, and it continues on. You see here, Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. This is how anyone comes to uh, understand the word of God or, to say it another way, to see the things of God, to see what God is declaring in his word. It is seeing uh, with the mind, just as Second Corinthians 3 told us that their minds were blinded, well, someone's mind can be made to see. And this is the work of God, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He opens up a person's understanding so that an individual, and, and this would be during the day of salvation, would or possibly could have heard the gospel um, for years and years and years, never understood it, never showed any interest in it. And, and in one day, since that person was one of God's elect, according to the timetable of God in due time, the Lord opens up his or her understanding and they begin to respond to the word of God and, and to show more and more interest in the Bible. And so in salvation, Christ opens up the understanding of the one that he is saving. That's why John 3.3 3 said that we must be born again to see the kingdom of God. So at that point, it can be said we all have spiritual sight. We all see spiritual things. However, even though this is true of all of the elect, it is not true that we all understand or see uh, all that the Bible has to say immediately to the same degree. And Christ opened up their understanding to understand certain truths. And that's the way it is all through a, a person's relationship with Christ. He opens up our understanding to this information and that information. And, and we didn't have that understanding before. It's a different uh, schedule for each one of us. There, there could be two elect people, both born again, and God shows one uh, a certain truth of the Bible early on, 
and and that person begins to see it uh, quickly, and yet another person hears the same thing and does not see it, although that person also is a child of God. And yet, since Daniel 12 tells us the wise will understand and none of the wicked will understand, we have an expectation that God's people will continue to come to truth concerning spiritual things, whereas the wicked will not in this day of judgment. And yet, even though that's true, it's also true that it could take some time for a believer to come to the point of understanding. And the Lord Jesus is in complete control of what a person knows and, and what they do not know. It, it is as if he is continually opening up our eyes uh, more and more to the things of the Bible. Uh, but we're all in different places and God is dealing with us in different ways, in different times. And so it could be a month later, six months, a year later, or however long, and the other person doesn't see it at first, but then, oh, now it clicks for some reason, and that reason would be God. And, of course, the more time we're in the Bible, spending time in the Scriptures, and digging into God's Word, that's how God uh, operates uh, through the hearing of His voice as Christ works to enlighten our eyes, then it would seem we would be coming uh, ever closer uh, to a proper understanding of the Word of God. Well, let's turn to Matthew chapter chapter 16. And I'm going to read a passage here before we end our, our Bible study. In verse 6 of Matthew 16 and following, Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware the leaven of the Pharisees, and of the Sadducees. Christ is addressing the disciples. Um, many of them are true believers. They have been born again. And then in verse 7, And they reason among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread, which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves, because ye have brought no bread? Do ye yet not understand Neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand, and how many baskets ye took up. Neither the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many baskets ye took up. How is it that ye do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that ye should beware the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understood they how that he bade them not beware the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Here you see God is giving us a historical example and picture of how someone can have their eyes open in salvation as the, as the disciples had, and yet uh, concerning a certain truth, lack understanding. What was the problem? They were not looking for the deeper spiritual meaning, but they were falling into an old and typical habit of 
just uh, taking the plain, literal meaning. They heard bread, they thought of bread. And Christ had to remind them of spiritual bread, and then they understood what he was saying, or the scriptures. And likewise, sometimes God has to remind us, look for the deeper spiritual meaning. He cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. Well, let us not make the same mistake as the disciples did in Matthew 16. 